Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, it's Christina here, and Chris, you're here. You want to say hello? I am here, (laughs) and we're here with our friend Leah Gatlin today. Yeah, so I'm going to introduce you to her. Leah and I have known each other now for... I don't know. When four and a half years. Four and a half years. I'm not good with numbers. And so we talk about mentoring and what it looks like. And so we thought, dun, 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 mm-hmm. we'll have, Leah is someone that I mentor. And we're going to talk about how that began, mm-hmm. how that developed, what it looks like now. Yeah. And so, then I can explain how I know it was four and a half years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, tell how, how yeah. do you know it was how four and a half years how ago? How do you know it was four and a half years ago? So... When I started working at my current job at a local church, Mm -hmm. like two weeks into my job in September, we hosted a women's conference. Oh. And I went to it, maybe slightly begrudgingly. (laughs) And they also did the thing that I thought was so crazy and stupid, honestly. Uh But by the way, I don't like that word, stupid. So, so, so <laughs> something so not fun for me. Yeah. And they would have women get up and share at the end of the sessions what they had been learning or what mm. really spoke to them. And on a Saturday morning, you got up because you never met a microphone you didn't want to take. <laughs> Same for me. And I literally have no recollection of what you said. <laughs> I don't Zero. either. I don't even remember this. Except I remember as you were speaking, I thought, I want to know her. <laughs> so then over the course of the next, you know, the fall, um, I would see you and I would remember, I want to know her. Mm. And I hadn't been mentored in a while and uh-huh. have an interesting history. Anyway, so finally one time I thought, there's one way to solve this. And that is to say, hey, Christina, can we get coffee? (laughs) And so we stood there and I said, Christina, can we get coffee? And then do you remember our first coffee? Uh I do. I I want you to tell it uh then then I'll tell my version. (laughs) So we go to a local pastry shop. Uh The first thing I remember is you were horrified at the prices of the pastries <laughs> yeah. because you'd lived in Europe and yeah. these all these things would be half the price. Right, yeah. So, and we sat down and I think I told you an absurdly long version of like my history. Yeah. Shocking, right? <laughs> very, very shocking. Mm-hmm. And you told me a little bit of your story. Uh-huh. You also brought me like the pimp, like the report from Fahrenheit. Okay. And you brought me like a baking mix or something because you said, I like to bring, I like to give presents. And I thought, well, I like to get presents. <laughs> well, clarify Fahrenheit if no one's ever heard this podcast. Oh, yes. Before. So Fahrenheit is the mentor making organization that Chris and Christina lead. Right. That's our nonprofit. Yeah. I, I don't remember doing any of that. Right. So, but then. <laughs> Gosh. Really like the crowning moment to me. <laughs> and this is so Christina. I'm a little is, bit frightened. <laughs> we're sitting there and you're talking. And you go, well, which I have since learned, always listen to what comes after well. <laughs> you said, well, you take some time and pray about it too. But God's already told me that you, I'm going to mentor you. 
And I thought, do you remember, do you remember that? that? I do. Okay. Yeah. Which I remember thinking, well, I hope he tells me yes. Otherwise, that's a really awkward conversation. <laughs> so, but I was like, well, I really like her. Mm. And so that's, that's how that began. I love that perspective. But from my perspective, but I'm always on the lookout for young women who... Oh, you thought I was young. I thought you were young. You are young. She is young if you're listening. But I'm always on the lookout and I want to pay attention. And But a personal boundary is I can't mentor five, six different... I want to really, you know, like pour into a couple of girls at a time. Mm-hmm. And when you came, I thought, okay, Lord, is this just coffee? Because I knew mm-hmm. you worked at the church as well. Maybe that's why I brought the Fahrenheit thing. I don't know. But... I had already began praying from the time you asked me until the time mm-hmm. we first met. And I felt like the Lord, because I knew a little bit about what you did. And I thought, my goodness, she is giving her life away. Mm-hmm. You are the kind of person I want to pour my life into. And mm-hmm. so the Lord had already told me, like I didn't hear an audible voice, but you know, right, it was right. like, okay, yeah, she's somebody if she's up for it that I want you to pursue so maybe I should have said that and gave you a caveat to say (laughs) and if it's not okay for you but yeah no the way you said it was so perfect (laughs) and it's like one of my favorite stories about you or about us Mm, that's good so that's a that's a great illustration of a first meeting yeah so why were you looking for a mentor? Had you been mentored before? What were you looking for? What, yeah, what was the need, I guess? So I had been mentored before, but always by people within two years of my own age. Mm. So, and and it was Not great. Not somebody older. Right. <laughs> oh. <Shut it. laughs> um, uh. And I don't, I think I just, in that season too, mm-hmm. Well, honestly, I think the Lord knew what I needed Mm. because also right about the time you started mentoring me, um, my sister got cancer. My mom had back surgery. Like Mm -hmm. my family was just sort of going through this. Yeah. Yeah. Going through this crisis Mm -hmm. where I really also kind of needed to be mothered. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I think I was super lonely. Mm. And, you know, again, since you all say you're unashamedly Christian, the Bible says that he that God puts the lonely in families, mm-hmm. and so I think I was on the lookout for who is a family mm. um, that I like that I could be a part of. Yeah, and then and, you met Chris, <laughs> right? Remember, I told the first time I met Chris, like for real, and I said, "You seem like such a scholarly, like professor type." And we laughed out loud. <laughs> I, I laughed. I laughed as well because I don't think I'm I've not. ever <laughs> been so wrong about a person. Like usually, I'm a pretty good judge of like yeah. I could judge your character. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. and so um, I'm a man of many moods, <laughs> right? Oh, um, and so I knew I wanted somebody. The one thing that I need, really needed was consistency, mm. which consistency could have been every two weeks, yeah. every three, like whatever. I just, and we talked about that at the yes. beginning. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. I said, because you were really good about ask. once I said yes, mm-hmm. um, about you asking me my expectations. Mm-hmm. And I said, I need consistency. It doesn't have to be the same day every mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. but I need consistency. Yeah. And I need a safe place because also it can be hard for some people. Well, it's hard for me because I work at a church. Yeah. And so, and most of my friends, especially at the time, go to the church where I work. Right. So I tell people, I'm like, 
your normal daily struggles that you have at work mm-hmm. happen to me. You just happen to go to church where I work. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, and I had heard your story about being on staff. So I knew you understood some of the intricacies. And also I could tell you that I was really frustrated with our pastor for whatever reason. Yeah. And you weren't going to leave the church over yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were very few people. But I, at that point, I also knew I needed somebody to process this with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's good. Um, I think, well, let me speak to maybe somebody who's listening mm-hmm. and they have maybe a a different version of when we say mentoring. We didn't meet every third Thursday and no. do a Bible study and you told me where you had some sort of, <laughs> you missed the mark of something and we ticked right. off I boxes. Didn't, yeah. I didn't give you a list of my sins for right. the previous two weeks. Right. And so when we talk <laughs> about like, organically mentoring there there's some Mm -hmm. expectations there's guidelines there's um rhythms but it wasn't always um yeah the third thursday lets me yeah and i don't think it's ever been the same from one quote-unquote mentoring session to another yeah and what i i do want to say i think Mm -hmm. we're unique not everybody (laughs) that i mentor then becomes like part of the family right but i want i wanted you to talk and us to talk mm-hmm. because wow if it does happen yeah my goodness what I mean I think it mm-hmm. was a surprise I mean we, yeah. we saw a need in each other uh-huh. let's start meeting and then over time now four and a half years later mm-hmm. boom it's this fantastic relationship mm-hmm. ironing our iron sharpening iron right um this spiritual family I mean right. physical <laughs> I mean it right. just has it started it started as a mentor mentee and it's right. developed into something really, really beautiful. And that's right. not always the expectation, but right. it can happen and it did with us. Right. And I, I do think, because I've been around people who expect our magic to happen every time they men- are mentored. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, that, that's, you can't have that expectation, or at least you have to communicate it. Like if, yeah. I, if I said to you, hey, I really want to be a part of a family, yeah. then that's a different commitment, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, but then I d- eventually did meet your family, and... Yeah. Uh, now we can't get rid of her. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you all are, I think, the only people, or uh, one of the few people who, are like, I have shown up at your house unannounced. Mm. Granted, it was like a really chaotic moment. Right. Someday right I'll right. show up unannounced for a good reason. We, we never answered the door, <laughs> right. but you've showed up. Yeah. I still don't understand why I don't have the password to the front door. Yeah. Although Libby did tell me. I just forgot. Anyway. I don't even know what that one is. But, that, <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, I think of the expectation. And I remember um, one day you and I were meeting mm-hmm. and Shirley was living with you. That's Chris's mom. Yeah. And you'd had a particularly rough day. <laughs> yes. You'd been pushed to your limits. And I think you thought you had not responded the way that you should have. Mm. And A, I felt so honored that you would share real life with me. That mm-hmm. it was Okay, let's just be real. I fell apart. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you may have been crying, yeah. but I wasn't like holding you. <laughs> and right. um, yeah. But I appreciate that you told me. And then, you know, I said to you... So you're just really upset that you were a human today? And, yeah. And then you started crying more. Uh, but yeah. I think there, sometimes we're so caught up on 
the relationship. And when I was a therapist, I could not have those types of conversations. Right, right, right. Um, it wasn't appropriate. Mm-hmm. But when it was the mentor and mentee, when you, and it wasn't our first, like, mentoring talk right. where you unloaded this. Right. It was. That didn't happen second month in. Right, this right. Was after it was some like time. two yeah. or three years in. Right, right. Um, and so I always value when mentors can be real or say, man, I've struggled with that. Mm-hmm. You know, or the first time I told you I was having some depressive thoughts, mm-hmm. you were like, man, I was, after Libby was born, I really struggled and here's what helped me. Because I think too, like the best value, this is probably for later in the podcast, but mm-hmm. the, the best value that you always have brought is I felt seen and heard and safe, mm-hmm. but I also knew you weren't going to leave me where I was at. Mm. Leah, I I had this question, but you just Mm -hmm. answered it, so I want you to say it again. So what would someone be missing out on if they've never had this kind of mentor like you're talking about? Yeah, so I think for me, in a time in my life, I I felt new to the staff. I... But at that point, I think was still having panic attacks every time I went to a staff event because <laughs> I didn't really have friends on staff yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't know who else I could trust. But for me, I knew I had this. I mean, and I have like a great mom, a good family. Right, I could right. talk to them, but they didn't get it in the same way you did. Mm-hmm. And so, but I could come to your house or I could go get coffee and I could say, this is really hard mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes when I wanted advice, you would give me advice, which most of the time I want advice. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm weird in that I don't just want to be heard most of the time. I want you to help me fix yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always knew I was safe and a little absurdly because after <laughs> the crying incident, we were in a group and you said, well, I have this friend and she pointed out maybe I was upset about being human. And I thought, why didn't I get any credit for this? <laughs> And you're like, no, right. I'm just so used to privacy. And there also time there have been times, especially after we became friends, like mm-hmm. friend friends, where I'd be, I would say something to Chris and it was clear he didn't know. And I thought, oh yeah, they don't talk about. Yeah. So. Un- unless you would give her permission to, to share with me. Yeah. And I think at some point I just said, Christina, I understand that you and Chris might have better things to talk about than me. <laughs> I don't know what it could possibly be. Right. But, uh. Also, especially in a season where I was telling you some really heavy things, mm-hmm. I was like, "Please feel free to tell your husband anything." Yeah, I tr- and you know, eventually I said, "I trust you to not tell him what's not helpful for him to know." Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Some of our core values, maybe yeah. that would be helpful for somebody listening. That in our relationship, confi- confidentiality was mm-hmm. huge. Unless you told me, or unless I asked, right? Um, it stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, consistency, like mm-hmm. you said, just being honest. I didn't try to fix. Right. Um, we we had healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. What are some other core maybe things? Yeah, that... I always felt safe because you always acknowledged my emotions. Mm-hmm. You've and when I thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. you validated my emotions to mm-hmm. say, "Man, yeah, that is really heavy, or that is really hard." Mm-hmm. Or, um, I remember like. Once I said, so I don't even remember exactly what I said to you, but mm-hmm. you got mad on my behalf. Mm. And I thought, yes, I, so it was, it's more than just having a cheerleader because the other thing is I knew I could trust you mm-hmm. to tell me if I was wrong. Mm. What do you mean? She became angry on your behalf. 
So, like, somebody had done something unkind to me. I don't Mm. even remember what it was. Or maybe I was bleeding a lie about myself. Mm. And you just... I could knew you were not angry at me, but you yeah. were angry that I had been hurt. Mm. And I thought, wow, that's mm. what I need. Or, you know, like another time I think I was really sad or depressed mm-hmm. and you like started tearing up. And I'm like, I'm not even great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, d- I knew that you were on my side. Mm. And mm. so, and the other thing I like about mentors is you don't have to be unbiased. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You know, you'd take my word for it. Now, you, again, you always brought back truth. Yeah. And, okay, Leah, do you think that person meant to hurt you? Mm-hmm. What do you think they actually meant? I remember yeah. a, for a while talking uh-huh. about, okay, that was what they, what do you think their intention was? Like, we right. had those kind of conversations. Yes, Because yes. I wasn't always just like, oh, you can do no wrong. Right. But. No. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, you said something that, go ahead. Well, I just was thinking like so many people are afraid to be honest. Oh yeah. But like honesty brings trust. Yeah. So I remember telling you too, even the fact that like, if I was at your house at 10 o'clock and you were ready to go to bed, you would say, <laughs> I love you and I'm ready to go to bed. And I said. No, she would say, I love you, but you need to get out of my house. Well, yes. I was embarrassed. Yes. That's oh, stop. Well, and we had a relationship where you could joke with me like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I remember telling you. Thank you. I feel so much safer knowing that you will tell me mm. when you need me to leave. I don't have to worry about my too much, my mm. abur- like. Yeah. And for somebody who had struggled with that, sure, I knew it wasn't true because you weren't telling me that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Could you guys talk about just okay? You plan to meet so many times, all right? And you're going to talk uh-huh. about these topics, but the relationship has developed more naturally, organically, uh-huh. as you said earlier. Uh-huh. How have you done that? Think of some opportunities or. Situations. Well, I think part of it is we're in some ways really similar. So we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. We both have a pretty strong justice orientation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's probably some things. You are the best thrifter that I know. And I <laughs> I don't know how you haven't mentored me into being better at that. Um, so that's like your one Just failing as there. a mentor. <laughs> but I think two things like I had to have a procedure done mm. and it was like a just an outpatient like scope of my esophagus or something mm-hmm. stupid and I didn't have it like I didn't want to make my mom drive three hours just to come help me my yeah. sister's a teacher you know so I was looking around and I was like really it's only Christina who can take me because mm-hmm. you have flexible hours during the day anyway mm-hmm. so when I started realizing oh some of these things that I need mm-hmm. So I got to see you under sedation. <laughs> yes, actually, you also took me for a colonoscopy. Yeah. Okay. And once somebody, Let's change the subject. Once somebody takes you for a colonoscopy, you're no friends. Back. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I do remember we had um, purchased a, our house, and mm-hmm. uh, we were. I think some of the items were boxes were there, and you came over. And you helped unload um, boxes for for the kitchen and help, you know, set the kitchen up. And what I loved about that, we needed the help, but it was nice to have you there. Uh But it's also just a very natural way to bring someone into your life. Mm -hmm. And and we talked about all kinds of things while we were putting the kitchen together. Right. And that's when I met uh, your dad, Christina. Uh I met your mom. Mm -hmm. I met, well, different mom from earlier stories. But anyway, and... um, I think that also was like, I'm really family now. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you're having a housewarming. Nobody's left except your family and me. And it's yeah. like, 
okay yeah. well for better for worse <laughs> i'm in yeah so um but yeah i like the sort of life on life you know i i think pretty quickly we realized we didn't have to be sitting in a coffee shop you could be folding laundry or mm-hmm. it, it helps that i'm also a high quality time person so yeah. whatever we're, as long as we're together i'm fine yeah yeah and I'm thinking of somebody who's out there listening, especially if you're a woman who has so much to offer into somebody younger. Mm-hmm. What what advice as somebody who was looking for yeah. an older woman to come and pour into and walk alongside? Mm-hmm. What advice do you as the younger give them? Oh, I love this question, especially because I remember hearing from some older women and they just felt like they didn't have much to give. Yeah. And I thought, do you know how many of us are dying for you to mentor us? Yeah. You, just who you are, your life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say, like, just get to know some girls, mm-hmm. even even if you aren't discipling them all. But because mm-hmm. um, I also love it. So especially as a single person. If you invite me over for dinner, mm, thank you. Yeah. And I notice a lot of moms who have lots of kids or what they perceive to be lots of kids mm-hmm. who are in their loud stage. Yeah. They they apologize to me all the time for how loud it is at dinner. And I mm. always say to them, I can go back to my house and stare at a white wall and have it perfectly silent. Yeah. That's very easy to create. Yeah. But being around the chaos of family is actually really life-giving to mm-hmm. me for a short burst of time. Yeah. Well, and Leah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're a, a single woman uh-huh. and, and becoming a part of the family, I wanted and needed to get to know you as well. Right, right. And so when you're in our home, um, looking at you as in some ways as I would my wife or one of my daughters, like, uh-huh. do you need some, you need a cup of coffee? Right. That I mean, that's one way God has challenged me is to care mm-hmm. about some of these women that God puts into Christina's life through mentoring right. and make you feel known and cared about and right. looked after because you're single. Mm-hmm. Your father passed away when you were very young. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge need as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, too, so we have some mutual friends and the husband gets up and makes coffee for the wife every morning. Mm. And. I just thought, what a standard, yeah. you know, because so their daughter and son saw that growing up. And I'm like, whether or not the daughter's husband makes her coffee every day, mm-hmm. she knows that, like, I am worthy of that level of service. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the best part about when you are being mentored, when you become part of a family is mm-hmm. I do see how Chris treats you or mm-hmm. your daughters. And I see, like, your playfulness or... You know, if you have a slight disagreement or something, mm-hmm. and it's just real life. You all don't try to put on, I don't even know if y'all are capable at this point of <laughs> putting on an act in front of mm. me. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's real and I'm there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good point. Just <clears throat> just being real. Anything yeah, else? I think yeah. it's that, that being real thing, because people think that you must have a perfect house or you can't ever have conflict. Yeah. But also, you know, I will tell people I grew up in a house where emotions were either under or overexpressed. Mm, yeah. So even watching people have conflict mm-hmm. and draw closer together is really beneficial for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I actually have no interest in people who are perfect yeah. or trying to be perfect. Yeah. Let's clarify that. No one exists. That's <laughs> right. Perfect. Right. 
Well, and but you all don't even really try, which mm. I, for me is like the greatest sign of I'm in the family. They love me because <laughs> because it's actually right. exhausting to try to, <laughs> yeah. to right. try to act, be perfect right. and give that impression. That's why we call it real life mentoring. Right. We're going to put it on the table. We're mm-hmm. going to have confidence together because trust will be built. Right. Right. And it can t- continue to develop because of that. Right. Well, and I I think this is what I thought about earlier mm-hmm. is Chris often says. For him, mentoring, you mentor somebody, you're walking alongside them. And let me just preface this. Let me back up first. Sometimes I've just mentored girls for seasons. You know, like we're going to meet for six weeks. We're going to walk through a specific issue. You mean they haven't all been four and a half years. (laughs) But when it it gets to what we have developed, Uh it's walking through the good and the bad and the ugly. Mm -hmm. It's walking through everything. And it's really the bad and the ugly that has Mm -hmm. made it so sweet now at this end yeah when I think about mentoring and the power of it I think about about a year ago I was not in a good place Mm -hmm. mentally or emotionally and at moments where I didn't feel like I could trust myself to make the right decision Mm -hmm. because just my I was so confused and the enemy was lying to me and I, so I, I didn't feel like I could always trust myself, Yeah, but I knew I could trust you. Mm. And so when in doubt, I did what Christina said. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and it was a very short season. It's, yeah. you know, no longer do I just blanketly follow. And you weren't telling me a lot of things, right. but I knew if you said it, you believed it was for my benefit and mm-hmm. it probably was going to help. Mm-hmm. So I talk about, cause mm-hmm. we just assume people know that part of our relationship mm-hmm. is there's a spiritual aspect and mm-hmm. I never set myself up as like, well, Leah, you should, or I don't give right. you advice. Right. You point me and I point you to mm-hmm. scripture. We mm-hmm. pray together. We hear the voice of the Holy Spirit together. Right. Uh, what is the significance of that sort of being our core? Right. I think if I wanted advice, I could go find a therapist or something, mm-hmm. but, and I think too often mentors in spiritual communities try to just have all the answers. Yeah. And I think that's actually really dangerous Mm. because then someday if you leave me Mm -hmm. or if you hurt me, I don't know how to go to Jesus about that. Mm. And I've seen that with friends where they're mentored into a personality or they're mentored into trusting. That's that's good. We just should have a moment of silence. (laughs) That's so Mentored into a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Mentor. So like, this is very much not Christina, but you mm-hmm. know, if Christina basically is making me in her image, mm. you know, you and, short hair, <laughs> right? I would have short, spiky hair. Yeah. My house would be full of vintage things, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. And but then, when either a I realize you're not perfect, mm-hmm. or b you leave, yeah. whether it's you physically move away mm-hmm. or you just suddenly decide you don't like me. If you haven't done your job, I don't know how to take that to Jesus. Yeah. So even, so good. you know, so like we've been less than ideal at times and we, you know, it's been, had to be three or four months before we like, mm-hmm. but the thing is you, I mean, A, you're still checking in with me, mm-hmm. but B, you know that I still know how to go to, to God for what yeah. I need from him. Mm-hmm. And you are there for when I, cause we all need reminders yeah. too. Yeah. And so... Or to, to point me back to truth or to point mm-hmm. me to scripture. And something I really like, too, that you do is you've started occasionally you'll just send me pictures from your journal. Mm. Not the part where you list all the people you have to forgive. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, unless you're honest. Right. But, you know, like what the Lord yeah. is speaking to you. And 
sometimes you'll know that it applies to a situation. And mm-hmm. the other day you said, just let this land where it lands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so for me too, just the, the knowing that, but my greatest like love language is that somebody thought about me mm-hmm. when they weren't with me and mm-hmm. they did something about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves as mentors, but it's like so much more helpful if you don't have all the right answers yeah. because I don't actually need the answers. I need to learn how to find them. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That, We're going to wrap up. That's Chris. excellent. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't need all the answers. I need to know where to find them, how yeah. to find them. Yeah. Okay. It's the same, you know, we say teach a man to fish, mm-hmm. but then somehow when it comes to mentoring, we think we have to just keep handing them buckets of fish. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you show them where the best fishing spots are. Mm-hmm. You show them how to use load, their fishing rod. Pole or yeah. Whatever you call that. Load uh, a pole. <laughs> load a pole. <laughs> String a pole. I don't know. What do you do to a pole? Change the subject. It has something yeah. to do with a worm. I don't know. Right, but you know, if I if I give them all the t- if oh I give them goodness. tools that they can translate, mm. and I teach, you know, you teach them how to Google or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's more manageable. Mm. Well, and just so, I love the advice that you gave. I, mm-hmm. I hope that if you've listened and you're not mentoring somebody. Does it always end up in like a relationship I have with Leah? No, but boy, when it does, it's really a sweet, sweet, sweet gift. I mean, I could tell you plenty of mentoring disasters I have. Yeah. I had a person become an atheist after I mentored. (laughs) Well, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Another another episode. Well, thank you guys for listening. Mm -hmm. Leah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me. me. Thank you for being a part of today. You're welcome. We want to thank you as always for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast, if you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to FahrenheitMentoring.org. Hi, this is Chris Corral, producer of the Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring Podcast. This podcast is produced through a partnership with the Confetti Corral Boutique and Michelle Corral Realtor. To find out more about these businesses who support our vision and ministry, go to confetticorral.com or find them on Facebook.